0: Welcome to Real World Enterprise Architecture. My name is Reggie. I make my living as an enterprise architect for a multinational corporation. And on this podcast, I discuss the practical ins and outs of enterprise architecture in the real world. Look, I'm just going to go ahead and say it and let the chips fall where they may the enterprise architecture playbook. The playbook I'm talking about, uh, the one we've all been taught, is the playbook of creating a current state and future state architectures with detailed roadmaps and implementation plans for moving the enterprise from a problematic current state to a much better future state. Well, I'm here to tell you, it's just a bunch of bunk. It doesn't work. Now, look, before you tune me out like the crazy person you probably think I am, And go find yourself another podcast to listen to. And hey, I probably wouldn't hold it against you, even if you did. Maybe just give me a few minutes to convince you why I'm right. And and maybe why I think there's a better way. I'm not intentionally trying to be heretical here. I I guess if I really think about it, most heretics aren't really trying to be uh, heretics. They just are. Or at least they're judged as heretics by their peers. I'm not trying to start a brawl. not trying to get my Enterprise Architecture card taken away. Uh, I just think we need to be honest with ourselves about what works and what doesn't work in the real world. Look, I'll be the first to admit that the enterprise architecture playbook makes for good theory. It really does. It's linear. It's sensible. We can explain it. We can teach people how to do it step by step. We can build a solid plan around it. We can measure its execution. It truly is a thing of beauty. The problem is it just doesn't work. At least it doesn't work in the real world, not in my experience. I've encountered lots of things like this before, things that work in theory but not in the real world. Most of the time, the people pushing these things, these approaches or methods or whatever whatever you want to call them, will say that if we fail, we just aren't doing it right. We just aren't uh, applying the theory the right way. Well, if it's really that difficult to do in practice, I mean, if most of the people most of the time have trouble making it work then maybe the problem is with the method and not the people. Theories are straight. Theories are clean. They fit nicely into books. Sometimes they're even beautiful. But the real world is a round and messy place. Theory and practice are different. They just are. There are lots of things that could work under the right conditions, but lots of times those conditions are so rare that it makes the theoretical approach just impractical. Perhaps you've heard the saying that in theory there's no difference between theory and practice, but in practice there is. That quote's been attributed to everybody from Albert Einstein to Yogi Berra to Walter Savage in his 1984 book on the art and science of Pascal programming. But the truth is, it was first penned, at least as far as I can tell, by a guy named Benjamin Brewster in the June 1982 issue of the Yale Literary Magazine. Am I the only one that finds that a little bit ironic that uh, the Yale Literary Magazine is talking about the difference between theory and practice? Anyway, I think once you hear the whole story, and I'm going to tell you that story in just a minute, the real context of Brewster's quote, you'll understand how truly applicable I think it is to the notion of the enterprise architecture playbook. Benjamin Brewster was no academic. Uh, And he wasn't a philosopher, not in any sense of the word. Brewster was a 19th century businessman, a very successful businessman, as it turns out. He was heavily invested in the transportation industry, uh, hugely invested in railroads, lots of them. Um, And he was also uh, invested in steamers uh, shipping. And I can only imagine that he was allowed to write an article in the Yale Literary Magazine because of his great wealth and clout in the New England area. You know, I can even today imagine just about any publication allowing a guest editorial from the likes of Bill Gates, for example. So it's, it's not surprising to me that Brewster appeared in the Yale Literary Magazine when I think about it that way. Anyway, in his article, Brewster discussed some of the practical politics Of democracy it he was describing a discussion with a philosopher friend of his and Brewster writes that the friend was trying to uh, explain democracy to him the way it was intended to work uh, to get it into his thick unscientific head as Brewster puts it uh, that political ideas in theory and in practice cannot vary from each other that if they do vary It's simply because the correct theoretical conditions weren't met for the successful application of the theory. Now, according to Brewster, his friend, the unnamed philosopher in the article, insisted we would have no theories at all if we went about hampering ourselves with the practical realities of the real world. Well, Brewster thought this line of thinking was, as logical as it might sound, just flat wrong. And he summed up the whole conversation with the often quoted bit, that in theory there is no difference between theory and practice while well, in practice there there is there most certainly is and that brings me back to the enterprise architecture playbook i'll say again i think the playbook makes a hell of a lot of sense think about it the playbook says to go out and map out the enterprise build a model of the current state imagine a wonderful future state describe that future state in a model create a detailed roadmap for how to go from the current state to the future state And use that as the basis for planning projects to get it all done. It truly is a thing of beauty. It's right up there with Albert Einstein's famous equation, E is equal to MC squared. But as beautifully simple and linear as the playbook is, it just doesn't work. So what is it about the playbook that makes it so problematic for me? If I go back to Brewster's article, it really has to do with the conditions of a successful outcome. Uh, there, can, there are conditions under which the playbook can succeed. In fact, I would argue that uh, conditions are actually necessary for success. I'll even go one step further. I think there is one and only one condition that is really necessary for a successful application of the classic enterprise architecture playbook. And it's this, the enterprise has to be static, or at least static enough, static long enough to allow the process to play out. And that's where we run into the problem. The enterprise is an open system. I've talked about this before. It's a complex mess of comings and goings, something we can't fully map out in any sufficient detail. And as I've said many times, and you're probably getting tired of hearing it, I'm sure, trying to fully model an enterprise as a fool's errand something that's better left to theorists in my opinion who are happy to ignore the unpleasant messiness of the real world well if we can't model the current state in sufficient detail we surely won't be able to model the future state in sufficient detail either much less create a detailed roadmap for going from the current state to the future state and even if we could create a roadmap such a roadmap it probably would be outdated by the time it was published Look, goals change in response to the business environment. And again, as always, when I say business, I'm talking about the business of the enterprise. It's very purpose for existence. The enterprise is always changing. The enterprise environment is always changing. In an age of instantly available information, that change happens very, very rapidly. And it's not just the goals that change. Technology changes. Operating environments change. Budgets change. Opinions change. And strategies change to accommodate all these other changes. You see, there's really just one problem with the enterprise architecture playbook. The problem is the enterprise is too complex, too dynamic to allow the process to play out. Now, let's say for argument's sake that we did have an, an, an endless, bottomless bag of money to fully wrap our heads, and, t- and the time it takes also, to fully wrap around our heads around the current state of the enterprise and, and build a model of it. And I'm telling you, it would be one bear of a model. Go out and try it. it you know, it, it's, it's two or three years of your life you'll never get back. But let's just say we had the time and money and understanding and insight um, of how the enterprise actually works uh, so we could do that. We would also have to have a really good crystal ball. One good enough, in fact, to forecast all the changes that would happen during the course of transitioning from a current state to a future state architecture. We would have to have a crystal ball good enough to forecast market ups and downs and successful new technology introductions and adoptions and the world situation as a whole, and God forbid, something like a global pandemic. The fact is, the necessary conditions for successful application of the playbook, uh, the way at least, uh, at least the way it's currently written is that it, assume, it assumes a static enterprise. And it assumes that people who are doing the architecture have perfect insight and perfect foresight. And that simply is not the kind of world we live in. The only way I can see the playbook working is to pluck out the useful ideas. And I think there are some useful nuggets in, in the enterprise architecture playbook and ignore the rest. And and that's a little bit problematic for me. Several years ago... Um, We were uh, doing sort of a post-mortem on a project that hadn't gone well. It it seems I've been involved with a lot of projects that didn't didn't go well. We were discussing a particular approach. It was, in fact, some variation of the Enterprise Architecture Playbook. In fact, a very, very detailed variation. Somebody, and, and I promise you, it wasn't me this time, really. Somebody spoke up and said, this particular process, well thought out as it might be, rarely worked in the real world to which the proponent of the approach uh, said that it was never intended to be used as written. The proponent said you'd had to tailor it. Well, if that's true, then why was it written in such prescriptive detail? Look, in my experience, this is exactly what uh, people say when a theory doesn't work in practice. They say it was never meant to be applied the way it was written down. Well, maybe, just maybe now, It would have been better to say what is essential about the process rather than trying to be overly comprehensive and expect people to know what parts of this detailed recipe to, um, how do I say this, ignore. I'm not saying we don't need an approach. I'm not saying we should just throw our hands up and go fishing, although uh, now that I'm hearing myself say that out loud, uh, it might not be such a bad idea at all. Uh, But no, that's not what I'm suggesting. What I'm suggesting is that maybe we should rethink the playbook. We need to accept that the enterprise is what it is, a dynamic system, an open system, a complex system that's difficult to understand and impossible to nail down. Let's just start with that assumption. I think it's a pretty safe assumption after all. Now, I've been talking about the enterprise architecture playbook here as if there is actually something called an enterprise architecture playbook. But there really isn't actually an enterprise architecture playbook. That's just the label I'm applying to the time-honored and fairly elaborate practice of creating current state and future state architectures and creating roadmaps to go from the current state to the future state. That's what I mean when I say the enterprise architecture playbook. It's that idea, that approach, that that stereotypical um, approach that um, applies to a lot of enterprise architecture processes and methods. Now. I was just about to say that you could go Google your little heart away, and I doubt you would find such a thing called the Enterprise Architecture Playbook. Uh, So I decided to check myself. And guess what? When I searched for the term Enterprise Architecture Playbook, uh, one of the things, uh, one of the first things that popped up was something produced by Forrester, uh, the consulting firm Forrester, called the EA uh, or Enterprise Architecture Practice Playbook for 2020 which is actually a collection of about a dozen reports on everything from the business case for enterprise architecture to benchmarking and visions and processes and on and on and on. I'm pretty sure it requires a paid subscription, which I can tell you is not cheap. I I read through them all uh, maybe a year or so ago. So when the Forrester playbook popped up on my Google search, I, I was reminded of that fact. I remembered going back and reading through them. Now, look, there's nothing wrong with the information that Forrester put together. There's a lot of valuable information, valuable bits of information, I think, that is helpful. And no doubt they put a lot of time and effort into researching and compiling the information. But when you step back and look at these reports in context, you can see the playbook. The playbook for how to execute an enterprise architecture program methodically, predictably, measurably, linearly. And I'm not picking on Forrester here, or at least I I don't mean to. I know Gartner has something similar, and probably a couple dozen other consulting firms do too. As I scroll down the page, a little bit to my surprise, if I'm really being honest, I found links to at least three sites that actually call themselves Enterprise Architecture Playbooks. Can you believe that? Uh, That was a little surprising to me. And um, I I look through all of them. So I encourage you to take a look at them. Uh, Really, just Google Enterprise Architecture Playbook. Get yourself a cup of coffee or tea or whatever it is you drink and make a morning of it. You'll be better off for it. I promise you. But, and I'm sure you knew there was a but coming, didn't you? Do not treat these as actual playbooks. If you do, you will probably fail because they too are overly prescriptive, overly linear, Uh, They have to be tailored too much, so much so that you'll end up writing your own playbook anyway. The problem with the playbook is not that it consists of a current state and a future state and a roadmap, Uh, the ideas of current state, future state, and roadmaps. Every variation of the playbook you look at that has that basic structure when it's all said and done. That's not the problem. The problem is real enterprise are just too complex for such a straightforward process. They're too dynamic they change too quickly. Look, maybe we don't need a playbook at all. And and maybe the fact that we have such a playbook or an idea of a playbook or what people call a playbook, maybe that is the problem. Perhaps thinking about enterprise architecture in the context of a playbook, a process, is the root of the problem we're facing. Ben Morris wrote a really good article on his blog. The title of that article is, if enterprise architecture is failing, what should architects be doing instead? It's a really good article, and and you should read it. In his article, Ben questions what he also calls the Enterprise Architecture Playbook. Um, I was a little surprised, which he says that in his 25-plus years of experience has never really worked. He says that the Enterprise Architecture Playbook uh, consists of a set of approaches that can be seductive as they provide a neat, goal-oriented approach to the difficulties inherent in the practice of Enterprise Architecture. People want to believe, Ben says, that you can express an organization's problem into a clean and simplified architecture, and that, he says, creates a false impression that complexity can somehow be abstracted away. It can't, Ben says. You have to engage with it directly. Well, amen, Ben Morris. Amen. Ben argues for a more collaborative approach to enterprise architecture, what I think of as a full contact sport, in which architects focus on setting what he calls a direction of travel uh, and and focus on setting, uh, establishing principles that are more descriptive than prescriptive, more aids than rules. What Ben argues for in his article lines up a lot uh, with what my own views are, and I guess both of us could be seen as uh, more than a little bit heretical. So, throw away the playbook—at least the old playbook—the playbook that I would argue has never really worked anyway. Throw away that playbook and treat the uh, treat enterprise architecture. Uh, for what it really is, a contact sport that helps teams implement technology in a way that creates mutually supporting relationships between the business of the enterprise and the technology that supports it. Well, that's it for now. So as always, get out there and have yourself a good day and remember, people are people and the real world is a hot mess. So don't be afraid to get a little dirty.